Hello everyone, welcome to episode 9 of Loud Introvert. I am on a roll these last few weeks. I can't believe I've had an episode come out every every week. <laughs> I mean, that's what I promised, but I am very proud of myself that I am still on top of it. So today I am here to talk about something that makes me sad. We'll get into that in a second. <laughs> But I wanted to just point out my weekly observation, and it is actually an observation this week. I just want to know how the fuck are people my age, I'm 26 by the way, affording everything. Like so many people I know are going on all of these trips and getting married, getting engaged, having a baby, buying a house, and I am barely making it i am living paycheck to paycheck and i swear i'm not the worst with my money and also i don't have paycheck to paycheck coming right now because i still am in my job process uh job seeking process whatever you want to call it but i swear i'm like decently okay with saving my money and i'm not too impulsive like i do love shopping and retail therapy just does it for me (laughs) But I just don't understand where all this money is coming from. Like, these people are mostly my age, mostly in entry-level job positions. Maybe some pay a little bit higher than others in different industries. But for the most part, we are on the same playing field. But they have money for all of this. And I'm just like, do you guys come from family money? I'm, like, convinced that there's this whole secret back society of rich people that just don't tell anyone they're rich and they just have all this money because obviously we live in a very capitalist society where our whole life revolves around money but I'm just I just want to know where are you guys getting it because there's no way I am going to be able to afford a house anytime soon and I'm trying to find different side hustles different ways to invest money investing is also hard I would love advice on how to invest my money instead of having it sit in a bank account but again i don't understand like where is it all coming from are you all living beyond your means are you guys all in debt please let me know am i the only one not on some kind of budgeting app like please tell me how you guys are affording everything because my personality feels like i should be keeping up with them and i'm behind and i know that everyone might feel this way inherently about things and they're just kind of masking it in the front (laughs) um but i just think it's wild that it seems like everyone just has it all (laughs) but they also complain about money but i'm like but you have everything so i'm confused so are you guys just living out of your means you guys are also dressed really nicely clothes are also not cheap and i know for a fact that you don't get all your clothes thrifting like Yes, there are some good finds. I do love thrifting myself, but come on, guys. Please tell me the secret. Are you guys all in some secret society? Is this like Illuminati? Did you guys sell your soul? Um, If you did, give me the contact information. I'm almost willing to do it. But also not if you are also part of the Illuminati listening to this. Uh, Maybe don't send one of your people. I'm kind of (laughs) scared. Anyways, that is my... Uh, rant slash 
observation of the week i've just been seeing it so much on my social media and i just want to know i want to be part of the action let me be rich too (laughs) anyways this is kind of uh related to the topic of today's episode which is the american dream and why it potentially might be killing us as a society So let's get into it. So what is the American dream? For those of you who aren't familiar with the term, it's basically a phenomenon that was created by Western society and it's where we aim to achieve like a highly sought after job that has a lot of opportunity to climb the corporate ladder, have a nice salary, um, gaining a nice big house with two children and your husband or wife and is all achieved by quote-unquote working hard i emphasize the working hard because i feel like a lot of the time too uh, more affluent people will just claim that their parents or they just work really hard but there are everyone in blue collar jobs and jobs that aren't as high up on the white collar scale they also work hard so i hate when people say that like you're just rich (laughs) um but anyways Typically, people think that this is how life is supposed to work out, and for me, at least, it was deeply ingrained in the way that I was brought up, especially having my mom immigrate to Canada. It was one of the things that she always wished for me, and I know now it's definitely a little better since the next generation is prioritizing having this be kicked out of our mainstream society, but I always thought it was the key to happiness, and I still do to a certain extent. I know there's lots of things that are problematic with it, but a lot of it I still resonate with (laughs) maybe because I live in the western society and that's kind of what's pushed on us but even though all of this sounded rather mundane to me I was like maybe that is what I want maybe I want the mundaneness and I want routine and stability but I find that mostly the American dream is based around making money again our capitalist society therefore saying money equals happiness and when we don't have it we can't buy happiness and i know it's a cliche and people also say that money doesn't buy happiness which is true to an extent i've seen all the breakdowns of celebrities (laughs) and oh i actually just recently read jeanette mccurdy from icarly she starred on um a bunch of nickelodeon shows or i think it was just icarly and sam and cat but basically she Um, is the epitome of money doesn't buy happiness because she did have a rough upbringing on her way to fame but that's besides the point um if you're looking for something to read i definitely recommend that um also listening to it on audiobook was really fun because it was read by jeanette mccurdy herself so best wishes to her i hope this book brings to light a lot more stories from the nickelodeon kids but anyways that's off topic (laughs) but Um, What I was saying is that this is just all based on capitalism and I wouldn't be surprised if the person who created it was one of those white rich men from the early days forcing this life upon people, thinking we just need more money to spend more money, to buy a bunch of things and hoard stuff we don't actually need, but convince us that we do need them. Like, why do places like Europe value life over work? I just... I think it's so weird how our western society is just so different and i feel like this is also what causes the ample cases of mental health that we just don't see in some other countries but that's just a little insight to why it can be problematic and 
I think too that people will go into their school degree, for example, like in university, they'll be like, this is one of the key elements I'll need. And those are the same people who end up with so much uh, debt, student loans, and no one is then willing to hire them after their hard work at school. These are the people who try to find a job, internships, and they just can't find anything because our job system is a piece of shit as well. (laughs) And I don't know, it just makes me so angry that this is what our truth is. And while I do think that some people still strive to have this be their life, why is it something so simple as having a nice house and a good salary equaling happiness like it's all very materialistic and I mean I do want those things too as I said in my observation I don't really know where I'm going with this but I just feel like it's killing us as a society it's especially killing the millennials and the gen z's that are around my age trying to achieve these things that it's just way too hard to do right now without a second income without family money without help without loans it's just impossible to live the way they used to and I know the American dream has evolved in its meaning over time because obviously it dates back to when women just stayed at home and didn't have any jobs and stuff like that like it has evolved in its definition however I still think it's just sad that they make it so unattainable and unachievable when they say immigrating to the U.S. or to Canada is the grass is greener is it (laughs) i don't know anymore and it just like makes me so angry thinking about that like why do they make it so difficult for people and why is there such a big divide between upper middle class and upper class versus the lower class and poverty like there just shouldn't be that when that is what our whole country strives to be or says they are the land of opportunity where's the opportunity why can't i get a job as an entry-level human resources professional you know what i mean why can't people get a job at mcdonald's without being asked stupid star method questions they're working at fucking mcdonald's give them a break oh it's just making me angry (laughs) i also kind of want to touch on the fact that i talked about how people are definitely spending beyond their means I know that I've definitely heard people around my age be like, yeah, I bought this thing from Aritzia or I bought this thing from Lululemon, didn't have the money in my bank account, but they have a credit card and that results in bad credit and that results in not being able to get a loan for a mortgage. It's just this vicious cycle, but it's something that we're expected to conform to. For example, Black Friday, it's an entire day devoted to consumerism, basically. So I feel like it's just this accepted disease that we're meant to get. Like, there's no immunization from it. Just let that sink in. Like, it's just devoted to us shopping. Like, I don't know if there's more of a historic meaning behind Black Friday in the US, but the fact that it was brought even to Canada after... A lot of demand is insane. We already have back- Boxing Day. <laughs> Why do we need another holiday? But it's basically just masquerading a way for all these big corporations to make more money. It's all about stuff. I feel like if Western society would have an agreeable 
national religion, it would be consumerism. <laughs> and it's just insane to me that people will like go out and spend these things, but then also don't have enough money for a house later in the future or complain that they're in debt, but it doesn't stop them. I mean, like I said, I have retail therapy syndrome <laughs> as well. Like I love shopping. I love the fulfillment it gives me when I have things that I don't need <laughs> and it's bad, but it's just the way our society is. It was how I was raised. It was what I grew up seeing on TV. It was media. It was everything. And I know I can just blame it on person a b and c but i can also control what i do with my money but it's just hard when you do want to keep up with the joneses as they say and try to live a normal life and do what other people are doing especially with social media there's so much pressure to keep up with people all of the people like to flex they're nice purses they're nice outfits they're nice vacations and you just want to do the same that's what we live for to impress other people basically and to try and enjoy it for ourselves even though we know that it's burning a hole in our wallets it's never enough and i just want to make it clear like not everything you buy is bad i just want you guys to let it sink in think about what you're buying i don't want you to just mindlessly consume which i'm working on i'm not i'm trying to practice what i preach <laughs> And constantly look, don't look to upgrade everything that still works and don't get rid of that stuff in your closet because chances are the trend's gonna come right back. So I don't know, it's just the stuff you have does not define your value, but I think society says it does, which is revolved around the American dream. They want you to have that nice house with a nice decoration, with the freaking $3,000 cloud couch from Restoration Hardware. That's all based around society. And literally the other day I was asking myself, is my consumption worth it? Does it actually make me happy? Does that new sweater actually make me happy even though I complain how it fits? Like, why did I just waste my money on that? Why did I waste my money on organic tomatoes just because I thought it would help me live longer, <laughs> help me be healthier? It's just such a sick cycle. And if we link back to how I was saying it affected our mental health, I want to just point out that also our generation, it's so common for young adults to be living with their parents for greater number in ages. I think I read um, an article earlier today that said, I think 32% of millennials live with their parents um, compared to the 14% who live on their own. And then 31% live with either a spouse, a partner, or a roommate. So it's a very small percentage of people who actually have their own place that they can call theirs. And I think even in the rental market is insane. I look, live in Calgary and our rent prices are insane right now. It's close to like, we're a big hub of a city, but we're not. And it's just insane because like I said, that all builds on the debt we have, the debt we incur, the debt we gave uh, our universities and colleges just to get a good job. <laughs> and people question why millennials don't want children and why so many people my age don't seek out 
a family anymore. It's because of this. Everything is just too expensive. It's so expensive to live. Like, I don't know how they expect us to live like this with all the prices increasing, with all the inflation, and not give us fucking raises. Or at least, yeah, raise the standard median of salaries, wages, whatever. And I know there's a lot that goes into that and why it can't just magically be done. But... It's just so sad. We're so behind financially that it's difficult for us to be in the same position our parents were in. And if the American dream is still your top priority, it's killing us, like I said, because it seems so unattainable. It seems so far out in the future. You're like, so I'm going to be able to afford a house when I'm 60 and not spend any money while doing so. It's just so upsetting and again this is this has been talked about the rich just become richer because if you do have money you're the ones investing in all of these properties that could be affordable to some people but it ends up being turned around and made into an expensive rental and giving them more money like honestly if that was my job just investing in properties and managing those like that would be chef's kiss but again a lot of that has some ethical problems to it just because it takes away from the middle and lower class. The first time I actually heard of the American Dream, well, the first time it resonated with me was in one of my first year intro sociology classes. And one of the first things my professor said was the American Dream, quote unquote, sets such an inherently racist expectation that one that focuses on the quote-unquote perfect family is often a white picket fence white American family that um, all like BIPOC folk should assimilate to and it definitely disregards a lot of their existence and a lot of those family those families of color they often find themselves in blue-collar jobs and that's not something that falls under the umbrella of the American dream But again, when they immigrate to either the US or Canada, it's very difficult for them to be recognized with the education that they got from their home country. So I really was like, wow, that's basically describing my family. So I should be achieving for something better. But again, I had like this internal war with myself because I'm like, wait, I don't want to support this inherently quote unquote racist um, idea. It's funny too because as I say it's racist, I have people such as my older relatives using the American dream to kind of berate millennials or myself, I should just speak for myself, for financial instability. They think once you have a job, like boom, you have everything. You're basically on the road to success. You don't need to ask for money ever again. You shouldn't have any stresses. You shouldn't have any money issues because you have a job you're working 40 hours a week with benefits how are you not financially stable being financially stable again quote unquote is a fallacy i feel like that we need to stop perpetuating i personally think that it just isn't the right path for everyone and like i said a lot of the newer generation is finding more unorthodox ways to make income and make living life their priority and working less for more working smarter not harder as they say um but yeah i think 
the American dream is definitely in danger for the future <laughs> generation, and I'm glad that it's happening that way, but nonetheless, I feel like the disease is still in me. <laughs> it definitely was ingrained so hard that it's going to take a lot of me to be okay with where I am in life, and if this is something that you're struggling with right now, you don't have the money or the means to keep up with what you see on social media, just know most of the time it's fake. A lot of the time they're not having a good time. A lot of the time all of those pictures are posed and this is just a gentle reminder because I definitely needed that this week after seeing everything. I was basically the green-eyed monster and I feel like this whole episode just made me self-reflect and I'm like, you know what, there's plenty of people in my position as well and I'm not saying that the people who have achieved it work harder than I do because I just simply believe that isn't true. But if you're one of the people who are struggling, don't listen to the people that just say to work harder. It's not useful or constructive in any way. (laughs) And you know what? If you do want stuff in the American dream, I think that's great. But try to achieve something a little higher than that. I feel like there's more to life than just having a nice house, a nice salary, and two perfect children. with a quote-unquote again that's my word of the whole episode quote-unquote I love saying that I just feel like this is why I feel like I need video podcasts so I can do the air quotes but again guys I don't know how to set up um a nice podcast studio I live in basically a one-bedroom apartment with a den and I don't know if I can make my den look aesthetically pleasing but I am looking into getting a better microphone and maybe putting the audio on YouTube because that was requested. Um, Oh my gosh, I basically just talked my way out of what I was saying, so I don't remember what I was going to touch on. (laughs) Well, to end this podcast, I hope you guys are in a good place financially. I hope your bank account is heavier than mine. And if you are in that secret society, please help a girl out. I'd love to know what you had to do. to get the so-called money i wish dang i really wish the lottery was just easier to win because today i saw it was like 65 million dollars Ugh, all the good i could do with that i swear to god guys i wouldn't let it get to my head i promise (laughs) i would the first thing i would get is a podcast studio so (laughs) oh it's fun to dream about money but again money isn't everything guys so honestly a part of me this is just like a whole separate rant now but a whole part of me is just like why don't i just move to hawaii and become homeless there i hear the last time i went to hawaii they said that homeless people were the happiest in hawaii and i believe that like the weather there is beautiful it's never cold and people are apparently generous there so they get fed um their housing is right on the beach and they seem to be content with this content with this life so honestly I see myself if I don't succeed here in the western world in western society I really would just love to sell fruit in a beach town and just like enjoy life for what it is and not be depressed going into office every day and speaking in a language that really upsets me I don't know if you guys have ever seen those tiktoks about corporate America and how you nicely say things to other people in like a professional way and how to properly conduct yourself in 
emails. I absolutely hate it. Like hearing those TikToks give me so much anxiety and makes me not excited to enter the workforce again. (laughs) But anyways, with that being said, I feel like this whole thing, I was on the fence flip-flopping because I just want to tell you guys, please wish me luck for my future endeavors in this corporate world and hopefully I can escape it before it's too late but if it is too late I will be on a beach with fruit so look me up (laughs) anyways I hope you guys enjoyed this weird mess of an episode (laughs) and I will talk to you guys next week bye